I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Bucks game is over. And now it's time for the longest running pro hoops post game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are gonna be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think you know we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just like the most likable human being, and all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him, and it just it's really positive to see that. That be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tausch Schmid, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. I was wrong, and I haven't been happier to. 110-101. The Bucks win. They do not cover. Little bit sluggish, but a win is a win is a win. And I could do that. 15 times because the Bucks have done just that 15 consecutive nights. Welcome in. Pick and save pro who's post game show. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. Mayor Mitch is here and Alicia is here as well. And you can be here at 414-799-1250. Leaving Pfizer Forum. An, an, another W. And this was a game that I talked about it on the big show earlier today. I felt like could be somewhat of a case of the mid-December Mondays, right? You have a huge monstrous statement win the other night against the Los Angeles Clippers come back after a weekend off I imagine coach Bud may have may have been a little bit lenient maybe gave gave a Saturday off maybe even better yesterday just said guys why don't we come in and practice a little bit on Saturday afternoon then go and have Sunday off either way you're looking at possibly having a little bit of time to, to spend and, and some time to spare if you're the Milwaukee Bucks. You come back, you take on a 500 Orlando Magic team. Come on, nobody's worried about the Magic, right? Like, this was this was a game that thinking about it in the plans and, and mapping out what was going to be the scenario that was tonight's game, felt like this could be one of those where you're a little bit sluggish, a little bit, a little bit tempered, a little bit laxed. And maybe the Bucks were tonight, but they were just more talented and able to still come out with a victory over the Orlando Magic tonight and move themselves to 21 and 3, ladies and gentlemen. 21 and 3. And once again, this is not a recording. This is Giannis Atetokounmpo being the best player on the planet. 32 points, 15 boards, and 8 assists. Those are numbers that people put up on my player in 2K when they change the minutes from like 6 to 10, where you know that you need to have extra time with the sticks in your hand to be able to put up the numbers that you want to get the next contract, right? Like those are 34 minutes that Giannis plays tonight. That's the only possible number I think that you could be concerned with in tonight's game for the Milwaukee Bucks. 
34 minutes for Giannis in a game against Orlando that maybe you didn't anticipate having to burn or having to spend that much time with Giannis on the floor. Either way, however you want to slice it, however you dice it, it's a W and it's another one for the Milwaukee Bucks. And they're able to get themselves to now 21 and three. And all eyes continue at the end of the tunnel. The light is the Los Angeles Lakers on the 19th now coming in here because we we've we've done this right we we've tried to find the the loss for the Milwaukee Bucks as this winning streak continues and i hope we're all just enjoying it cuz man this is fun like watching your team and waking up each and every morning expecting a win trying to find man i wonder when they'll lose again like is right because now this is the this is the 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 mindset this is what i heard all weekend watching the Badger game, came in for the big show today, and the conversation was, can this team actually be as good as what they've shown? Are, are is some of the smoke and mirrors? What have we seen that makes you believe that this is for real? How, Whatever it is, whatever the conversation path is, you're somewhat waiting for the other shoe to drop. I don't know if that other shoe drops with this team at this particular point in time because – they're just that good at this particular point in time. They had a, a team that has historically been average or mediocre, however you want to say it, but the Orlando Magic are a, are a pretty average organization. They'll find themselves in the 7 or 8 seed like they did last year, maybe surprise a couple of people. We love John Hammond. He's down there doing his thing with Jeff Weltman, and, and they're, they're running the Orlando Magic better than they have been run in quite some time. They got some nice young players. Markel Fultz, I think, can still be a really nice player. Aaron Gordon, I don't know exactly what's happened to his career trajectory, but he made a bunch of money and then has just been okay. Ten points tonight on one of nine shooting for the former fourth overall selection of the Orlando Magic. But they're just they were just there and and they were the next victim for this Bucks team. But Coming into tonight, I looked at this game as a possible trap game is, is way overused, but it was one of those games that you could probably overlook. You could see this on the schedule and anticipate a win earlier than it should have been bookmarked. And the Bucks came out, and to their credit, maybe they did play a little laxed early. Maybe their foot wasn't all the way on the accelerator for all 48 minutes, and it caused Giannis to play a few more minutes than anticipated. But you know what? I'm cool with it because it was at home. The home crowd got to see the, another W. You get a win on the birthday of Eric Bledsoe, and you're continuing to check days off the calendar to try to get to the franchise record 20 consecutive victories set in the 71 title season. Next one for 16 in a row will come on Wednesday night against New Orleans. Now, note the start time against New Orleans national television on ESPN. That one will start at 8.30 Central Standard Time. So we turn a Milwaukee game into a West Coast game. That's all good. I know what this post-game show kind of thing is. We do it with the Brewers all the time. Now, usually Major League Baseball won't have the Brewers start a game at 8.30, but that's neither here nor there. We'll be here with you a little bit later night on Wednesday night and anticipating that we'll be talking about yet again another W for the Milwaukee Bucks because that is, again, an inferior opponent 
who has not played up to at all what they should be. And, oh, by the way, they're without their best player, and they've lost eight straight games. 414-799-1250 if you want to react after a Bucks win. But it's 21-3 and three now is the record. Three games over Boston, three and a half over Miami, 76ers sit there at 17-7, and seven, and you're just looking and passing days and finding more ways that this team is getting better. And a lot of it is just continuation of what they've done and getting the mojo to, to continue to mesh. The defensive efficiency of this basketball team is pretty remarkable, guys. They held Orlando to 38% shooting in the first half. I think Orlando was 0 of 9 or 0 of 11 from 3. And it wasn't just because they were missing wide open shots and you were forcing Jonathan Isaac to take threes. No, it was because they were closing out quick. They weren't allowing for easy looks necessarily all night. And the Bucks take advantage again. They win the game tonight. They take care of business. And we continue to try to wonder how how long this goes. How far does this take us? How far does this go? I'm staring here at the schedule trying to find the hole. But really, I'm kind of going against everything I believe in. And if you listen to this station and have heard me talk for the year two, three plus, whatever it is, that I've gotten, I've been blessed to have this microphone in front of me and be able to talk to you guys. It's just incredible. It's fun. This is the most enjoyable Buck season that I can remember in my lifetime. Last year was a hell of a lot of fun. No doubt about it. 60 wins. It was the MVP season for Giannis. First time, obviously, the team has had an MVP since Kareem. And you just, you saw the culmination of all the years of sucking. Team was so brutal for so long. And now we're just continuing to have the fruits right in our basket. And we're able to enjoy every single moment of it. And the Bucks do not disappoint again. And if you were at Pfizer Forum, good for you. You got to see another Bucks win. And you get to talk with us on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North in the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. New Berlin is where we go to Benjamin on the fan. Ben, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm really good. How are you? Good. Very good. Bucks win has to be good. I, the thing I saw tonight that made me feel more confident than ever in this team is, I, I mean, you can see the key to solving the problem that other teams can try and triple team Giannis in the paint in the playoffs again this year, but he's hitting that three so consistently. If they just do that, he'll just come up to the three and knock it down. I mean, and they keep giving him so much space too. I mean, you keep giving him space like that, he's gonna make all of them. Yeah, no, and and the thing is, too, the way that you make teams uh, respected is you just keep shooting them, and and that's definitely what he's been doing, Ben, is is he's he's stepped into them. I mean, he's raised his average attempts by almost doubling them from last year. Yeah, and then, and like you said, you know, make them respect it, and then then they won't be able to do that. They won't be able to double, triple team you in the paint, and then you get classic Giannis back. He'll be dunking all over people. I mean, not that he isn't already, but more than he already is. Ben, is this the most enjoyable Buck season you can remember? 
it's hard to say because last year, I mean, just the euphoria <laughs> that, you know, you felt at the start of the Right, season. no doubt about it, yeah. But, but it's definitely, I mean, it's at least close to last year, you know, and I, I've got better feelings this year about making it to the finals than I did last year, so we'll see. Like it. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it, man. Don't be a stranger. 414-799-1250. You want to compare it. You can contrast it to what we saw last year as well. Both of those are fine. Both of those are, are understandable because what you saw last year was like the first time, first time in forever, you've expected the team to win pretty much every single game, right? Like now it's if they don't win – there was a major issue, right? Tonight, I just thought that it would be a classic case of the Mondays, right? Everybody hates Mondays. Garfield said that a long time ago. But after a huge win like it was against the Clippers, it was a statement game. You could tell from the jump, and I got to watch the game on repeat. I was obviously out of town, and I appreciate Steve for coming in here and, and hosting the show. Obviously, I know it was cool for you guys all uh, to hear Sparky back on the post-game show, and I've appreciated everybody welcoming me in with open arms into the post-game show as well this year. But it was just, you could tell that team knew everybody had had that date circled on their calendars since you beat the team without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in L.A. I totally understand that. But when you have a different style and you're able to just continually hammer home the fact that we are better than all the other teams that are going to step on the floor with us, and maybe we don't play our best game, and we're still going to escape with a game that was, albeit, I never felt weird once this game tipped off and once it was out of the first quarter, and the Bucks close out the first quarter on a 22-8 to run. I never felt like this game wasn't in hand. It was coast through and just finish the job, Lord. And they did just that tonight with a 110-101 victory. If you're leaving Fiserv Forum, want to hear from you tonight. Also, uh, want to hear about the Green Bay Packers in attendance. I saw Zadarius Smith rocking an Eric Bledsoe jersey. I like that kind of cross promotion, as my man Leroy Butler would say as well. There's a, a different vibe around this team. It's... It's must-see TV, right? Like, there are people driving here from, and granted, the Packers are, Packer players are always going to come down and see the NBA team. They're always going to come down and support the Bucs. A lot of times, they're going to get helped out with tickets. They're going to get helped out with transportation, whatever. That aside, this team is must-see TV. There's a reason why ESPN is putting them on as many dates as they have. There's a reason why seemingly every single network wants a piece of this team wants a piece of this pie and you're as close to the dominant force across basketball as this city has ever seen or at least in 71 and 71 was the year that they had 20 consecutive wins tonight was the 15th consecutive win for the milwaukee bucks they do it at home they do it against the orlando magic and just continues to roll at 110 101 414-799-1250. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. Appreciate you hanging out. Appreciate you listening to us each and every night after Bucks games. And this has been the most fun I've had watching Bucks basketball 
in my lifetime. Do you agree? 414-799-1250. Take a quick timeout. We're going to hear from Matt Velasquez. He's down at Fiserv Forum. We're going to hear from Mike Budenholzer. He was obviously also down at Fiserv Forum, and I don't know exactly where Mike Budenholzer finds holes in the performance tonight. Maybe it's Eric Bledsoe, two or three of nine from the field, 0 of two from downtown, but over 46%, shoot the ball decently well. Giannis plays 35 minutes, which was probably not exactly in the cards of how you drew it up, but a win is a win is a win, and it continues to slide down. The avalanche rolls on, and the Bucks get another one. They've now won 15 straight, and we're talking about it with you. It's the Pick and Save Probes postgame show. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby. Tosh Mayor Mitch is in here along with Annalisha. You can join us at 414-799-1250. Get you a defensive play of the game and the rest of the game recap in one where the Bucks coast to a W in somewhat mundane fashion. We're back after this on The Fan. This has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Bucks win again. This is just getting fun. Or has it been fun the entire year? I I hope everybody is enjoying what we're seeing here. Because I understand it was a 110-101 victory against the Orlando Magic. And, I mean, it could have been the Washington Generals at at this point in time. Like, that's almost how it feels. Like, you're just continuing to watch this team win games left and right. It doesn't matter. It's like a faceless opponent, seemingly, each and every night. Outside of this past Friday against the LA Clippers, right? That one meant something. Until you win it, and then everybody goes, well, I mean, it's it's just a regular season game in the middle of December. It's, you know, it's not conference, so it's not like you're going to play this team in a, in, a, in, a, in a series. But those are measuring stick games that you want to have. It definitely meant something to everybody in that locker room because you saw the way they came out and played in that Clippers game, and you see the way that they come out against the Orlando Magic tonight. Maybe a little bit lax, maybe a little bit sluggish, that's where I anticipated this could be the night where the the streak falls. Now, Matt Velasquez is going to join us after he's done in the locker room talking to Giannis, Chris, and everybody else. But we've I've talked to Matt about this, and I know Matt's had conversation with Eric Name, who's on the station a bunch. I think he's on the station tomorrow morning uh, on Chuck and Winkler, actually. And... We try to figure out like what this streak means to the players. How much are they valuing winning all of these games in a row? Now 15 consecutive after the win tonight. And it's a different feel. Matt Velasquez seems to think that they're taking significant pride in what they're doing. I tend to agree with Matt. I tend to believe that every single time this team is winning games... They're they're going out there knowing they don't want to be they don't want the thing to end tonight. Now are they going in there each and every night drawn on the draw race board sixteen yeah and everyone's throwing water at each other probably not probably a lot more chill than that against the Orlando Magic in a game like tonight. But you're seeing pieces of the meal continuing to be brought out to the table, and another one tonight was the way that Giannis is able to finish games 
not only by him using what he does, but also like his scoring ability. But now it's his smarts that are helping them finish games and win games. And defensively, this was the one of the night here. But the real capper I'll play in just one second and explain exactly how great it was. But this, the defensive play of the game, brought to you by Laborers Union Local 113. Matthews, he can fly on this one. Sunganis, oh, that's beautiful. Teamwork. Wesley Matthews gives it up for Giannis. Oh, I thought Jim Pash, he was going to give us a teamwork makes the dream work. Because that's what it was. Wes Matthews picks the pocket, steals it away, finds Giannis for some thunder. He's able to dunk with more ferocity than anybody I've seen in since probably Shaq. Um, now he's able to start facilitating more like a modern day three or a four. Having a conversation with GA, uh, DJ GA over on Kiss FM, who, who does nights, and and him and I have great basketball conversations. D one ball player himself, and like we we just like to break down the way you see the game, and, and I love picking his brain. I've always loved picking the brain of of different guys that played the game. Zora Stevenson also, by the way, does a tremendous job of allowing these guys to try to illustrate what they're seeing on the floor from somebody that's been on the floor. Zora played D one ball. So she knows exactly what she's talking about, and she knows like the way that she's trying to allow these guys to tell the story of how the game is played. Did a great interview in in during halftime tonight, and just brought that up. Like you played the game, coach. You understand the way that Giannis is being contacted. You see the way that teams are playing just in the face of Giannis, being able to stack the paint against Giannis to close out the night tonight. Bucks are up 107-101. And as I said just a couple of minutes ago before the timeout, this Big and Safe Probes postgame show, by the way. Sorry I didn't get the uh, technicalities in there. We're sitting inside the beautiful Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin Studios, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. So 107-101. Bucks trying to close out the game. Giannis has 32 points, 15 boards, and 7 assists at the time. Goes and runs a high point pick and roll with Bledsoe executes it nice off to the right Bledsoe finds Giannis just inside the painted area takes one dribble is about to go up there is not a magic defender outside of the painted area to the left and Chris Middleton is in the corner it was George Hill at the wing and Giannis gets the ball and you know that he wants to get it to the left he gets it up makes the initial move as he is going up and has Middleton right off the bat, off to the left, cash up, and this is how the thing basically was daggered. Bucks will manage the game clock and the shot clock with a four-point lead, but they can't manage everything. Giannis gives it up. Middleton. His shot. Great job by Giannis just recognizing Middleton wide open. And just recognizing the double team is coming. You you can say what you want about the three-point shot, and guys, that is great. It is, it is awesome to watch Giannis shooting with so much more confidence from the outside and more efficiency and effectiveness. But being able to 
understand how the defense is playing you and know the best ways to attack it. When I talk to guys that played basketball at much higher levels than I did, like that's why you see some of the great players playing some of their best basketball later into their careers because they've seen everything. They know how defenses are going to play that. And I think at this exact moment, we're starting to see Giannis play that way and use this time and this winning streak as a way to continue on the development of his cerebral game. His talent is going to speak for itself. But cerebrally, I don't know if that's a word. I'll, I'll check it up on diction on, on the dictionary. But mentally, being able to know how a team is be, is playing you and still be able to beat it by then just knowing better ways to attack, that is when basketball and all of sports really become fun and really, really dangerous. Let's go out to the north side, say hello to Ram. It's always a good basketball conversation. Ram, what's happening, man? Hey, what's going on, baby T? Hanging out, watching this team. Now, now I know you know what I'm talking about, where like you see some of the best players play some of their best basketball later in their careers because they know the move of the defense before the defense is even trying to do it to them. That's true. I can, I can see that. But, um, you know, I'm looking at this winning streak, and I'm reflecting on last season. I'm not getting too excited. I'm not going to get too low. Mm-hmm. You know, and the reason I'm saying this, they played a bunch of sub-500 teams they should have beaten. But Atlanta hang with them in tonight's game. And when they play against teams that go straight up man-to-man, that's what I want to see with the bus are look and on the road. They had a luxury playing a lot of games at home. That's for sure they have. They've played a lot and of these games at Vice. You're supposed to win at home. You're mm-hmm. supposed to win at home. Now, going on the road, you know, I want to see what it's going to look like. And then, you know what, baby, tell me what's going to say this about the playoffs last year. And we got to keep it 100. I don't have a gag order on me, and nobody's signing my check. I'm talking freely. And, um, they played the Detroit team that was depleted. You beat them. You know, and they played Boston. And they had a lot of turmoil going on. I mean. For sure. They took they took advantage of a Boston team that was, right, right. was you're right, full of, of turnover. Tur- of turmoil, yes. On social media don't want to accept that. Mm-hmm. You know, but we got to keep it 100 real because the year before they couldn't handle Boston. And and two players, Kyrie obviously was the problem. Now, when we saw the Toronto series, Nick Nurse just had him play man to man. He he said we playing man, we going straight up, and it's disrupted. You picking somebody like you say you play basketball, so if you pick somebody up to half court versus letting them get into their sets, now you got to create a shot. I don't know if we got the players to do that. Do you think that they are being able to facilitate to get to to work to the open man, like one on one? I I know what you're saying. Like I don't know if they have the best players to get their open shot man-to-man one-on-one, but do you believe that they have what it takes team-wise to garner those open looks? If they play together as a team, yes. But the question is, then that next level, when you talk about going deep into the playoff, then it comes to individual talent. Sure. That big three, that big two thing. Because then you got to have, in a series, you got to have a couple guys that get 30 and get to the free throw line. Like, see, the problem I got with these threes, they don't have no slashes getting to the free throw line late in games. 
And those shots fall early in the game, baby T. Yes. But in the last part of the game, if your name is not Harden, Curry, Thompson, you shouldn't be shooting. <laughs> I'm just keeping – I mean, by them not playing this season, we're getting a chance to really look at a lot of these teams, and it's almost like, wow, where did they go? You know, because not only the Warriors had ball movement, they had and, – and Durant, put Durant's name in there too. So you you so you got to be able to hit those shots because some of those shots I'm looking – you know, if there misses, then it's going the other way for for, uh, for layups. So I would love to see Giannis more posting up. I, I could not agree more, Ram. I want to see – if we had a point guard and Giannis didn't have to bring the ball up? You just put him on the block. That 30 probably turns into about 36. Probably. I would. I want to see Giannis with a lot more of his back to the basket playing in the post because he can be that dominant in the post. Right? Like Because he's now understanding the way teams are trying to double him and understand, he can facilitate better, and and let me know if you if you disagree. I think he can facilitate almost better from the post than he does sometimes at the top of the key. Well, oh, not not only that, I agree with you hundred percent. Just imagine if we had like a, a say a Chris Paul or or a Curry or somebody that just bring the ball up. And he's on the wing, but to him have to bring it all the way up. That takes a lot of energy in the game. You know, you run at ninety four feet almost, sure. and then and now so. If he was to go into the set and they had a confident ball handler that can that can get a like okay, the Bucks if they had a, a point guard that was getting ten assists a game, if they had a solid point guard, ten assists a game wouldn't be a problem. I don't think with this team. No doubt they, about it because playmaker. because of the playmakers they have the no, outs- no doubt. No on doubt. the outside. No doubt, no doubt. No doubt we'll about see. it. We'll see. Ram, appreciate it, man. Always All fun. Right, baby T. Yep. Take it easy. That's Ram on the north side checking in with us at four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. I want to get to Justin here in North Carolina. I uh, don't want to keep him waiting. Justin, appreciate the call, man. What's up, man? How you doing tonight, baby T, man? You knew the uh, homie was going to call up for negativity on a win streak because that's what the homie does, find something wrong with everything. I'm just um, – but... Justin, I'm I'm right. trying to figure out if this uh, is the most enjoyable time we've all had as Bucks fans because I, I get where Ram's saying they're beating up on these bad teams, but there was a long, long, long time in our Bucks fandom where they got worked by bad teams. Well, there's been a long time where we've been the bad team that's been beating up <laughs> – Listen, stop trying to be like Stephen A. Smith Jr. and just enjoy the Bucks win streak and enjoy it for what it is. There's so many different obscure players. And I mean, I listened and, and I understood somewhat of the points and stuff like this. It's totally off topic of what I was going to say, too, but it just got it's all good. And it's like you, you're talking about shots at the end of the game. How many damn shots do you want Middleton to hit before you get a guy credit? He just hit a three at the end of the game. They collapsed on Giannis. He drove to the bucket, and he swung the ball. That's court vision. That's amazing. We talk about point guards. We talk about Chris Paul and Steph Curry. Yes, they're offensive geniuses. But you know what? Bledsoe does some Bledsoe things, which we've talked about before, right? But he gives a defensive tenacity that those guys don't bring. So maybe That's he's true. not scoring as much as them, but he's putting the ball in Giannis's hand to allow him to score. And the fact that you have Giannis bringing the ball up, you're not going to take the ball out of LeBron's hands. This is a different NBA. This isn't the NBA of the 80s and 90s when we weren't as good as what we are now. This is the best Bucks team ever. I mean, I like to just thank Aubrey Drake for this, man, because I think he really lit a fire under these guys <laughs> with his shenanigans in the semifinal, in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. And these guys have a chip on their shoulder. They have something to prove. This, I don't get how you can be a Bucks fan and find anything negative with what is this, 14, 15? It's 15 straight. Keep 15 straight. Hell, we haven't won 15 games in an entire season before. Mm-hmm. Really? Let me tell you, we're running out of adjectives for how good this team is. I'm not worried about anybody in the Eastern Conference. 
I think that what's going to happen when we play the Lakers next week, I think they're going to have a load management, and they're going to sit one of their guys. I just feel like it's going to happen, and we're not going to get the credit that we, that we deserve. I think this team is going to keep playing and keep gelling, and we're going to keep winning. And when we come to the playoffs, I think we learned from last year. You go ahead, like one of your previous callers said, you go ahead and you put that wall up and watch Giannis shoot over that wall now. Like, if you don't see the maturation of this Bucks team, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I'm sure I could find something negative with it. But, you know, this isn't the Packers. We, we, we haven't been here before. This is the Bucks. Enjoy it. That's a good that, complaining. That's a really, really good point, Justin. This is, this is such new territory that you cannot watch this team with, right, Packers goggles on expecting only greatness and then anything else underneath it is subpar. This is a different – this is a different beast for the Milwaukee Bucks that they haven't been able to see or witness in a long, long time. This is the best Bucks team I've ever seen in my life. I was born in 82. Like I said before, Baby Toss, I see some teams at the end of the 80s or whatever that, I mean, we don't even need to talk about the 90s, do we? Um, no. Well, and you know, we watched they, that team in 20, what was that, 15, 14, 15, whatever it ended up being? Right. So wow. I, I just got one question for you, Baby Toss, and I'm going to go and, you know, sorry, you know, stuff slips out and I, you know get frustrated sometimes (laughs) i like it though listen how long is it gonna be how many more do we have to win before we seriously consider can this team challenge the uh warriors record regular season record because i I mean it's tough to look at the schedule and say oh yeah this team is definitely we're looking at the schedule and we're pretty much more talented than almost every team in the nba again right so how many more wins will you give it give or take before you say oh this team has yet opportunity to take that record off it's that's a great question justin i appreciate it man i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna sit on that and try to figure it out during the i'm gonna mull that over because that is that is a serious question that when they hit the halfway or the quarter mark a couple of shows ago right i was talking about and guys guys they're pacing for 70 wins that's only been done a certain amount a few times in in nba history and i was kind of saying it with saying it tongue-in-cheek, there's two points in the season here that I'll point to after the break that I I think they might, if you get past at least one or two of those, you are definitely in the territory where you're going to be questioning 70 wins. Appreciate the call, man. All right, baby, guys. Take care, brother. We'll talk later. That's Justin in North Carolina. there's, There's a couple of pockets here in the schedule that if they get through rather unscathed. Now, I'm not saying they have to win every single one of them, but a couple pockets of the schedule where you start getting through those wins and you start rattling off W's in those games that you definitely are going to start considering it. I mean, they still got to play Boston a bunch of times. They haven't played Philadelphia yet. They played Miami once. I'm just naming off the top four teams in, in the Eastern Conference. They haven't played those guys yet. They haven't played LA. They haven't played Denver so there's there's plenty of really, really good teams still on the schedule. But you still go to the Hawks. You get you get two just three awful teams the next three nights in New Orleans, Memphis, and Cleveland before Dallas and Luka Doncic. I'm disrespecting Luka and Dallas. I, I will say that. I've only said that we're all looking and waiting for the Lakers to come into town. When Luca comes into town, that also can be a bit of the situation and, and some cause for hesitation. Bucks have taken care of Toronto. 
Maybe they got lucky against Indiana and didn't have to face Brogdon, but keep tearing pages off the calendar. Continue to keep seeing this team win games. They've now won 15 consecutive games. It's the Are You Kidding Me moment of the game with Gene Wagner Plumbing. Guys, Gene Wagner Plumbing, they're celebrating 50 years in business with residential, commercial, industrial plumbing needs. Go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. They will take care of you. Place that everybody trusts, GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. 414-799-1250. This is the Big and Save Probes postgame show. I've rambled for far too long. I got two pockets in the schedule that will answer Justin's question of where, how far and when do we start asking if this team can get to the 70-win plateau. More next of this on The Fan. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the Wrench and Go Drive of the Game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest price auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Bucks will manage the game clock and the shot clock with a four-point lead, but they can't manage everything. Giannis gives it up. Middleton. Yes, Great job by Giannis just recognizing Middleton wide open. Steve Novak, Jim Paschke on the call on Fox Sports Wisconsin. I'm inside the Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin studios. Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch with you on the Pick and Save Pros postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Guys, imagine how much more energy efficient your home can be in little as just one day. One day, even in the winter. Yes, in the winter, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin will still install and replace those leaky windows that you have that are just letting your money go right out the door. Here's how you do it. First, the Pella certified team seals off the room from the rest of the house. They remove that old leaky window, each one, one at a time, before moving on to the next one. They fill that spot with a new energy-efficient Pella window in just a matter of minutes, not just one or two, but nine different styles to fit from for your particular taste. Maybe it's luxurious wood that you crave. Maybe you want that fiberglass or vinyl look. There's financing for every single budget. Everybody knows that I don't have good credit. I'm fresh out of school a couple of years ago. I'm still paying way more money to Uncle Sam than I ever dreamed I would be paying to the feds for my student loans. So I don't have all this money to throw up front on Pella windows. But Gina Della from Pella Matt Streb, David Conrad, anybody that you talk to over there at Pella Windows and Doors is going to help you be with the windows that you need for the winter time. Financing, as I said, for every single budget, the best limited lifetime warranty on wood windows around, innovations like nobody else, the new roll screen, guys, it it practically disappears out of you. You don't even see it. It's award-winning for a reason. Go check them out and go check out the new Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin Experience Center in Brookfield off of Blue Mound Road. It is something to behold. And the offer right now is if you replace and save, you can have 0% APR financing for 48 months on approved credit. Certain restrictions apply. Go see the showroom for details. But schedule your free, no-obligation consultation today at PellaWI.com. This is the Big and Safe Probes postgame show. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. Appreciate you hanging out. Nathan's with us at 414-799-1250 on the fan. Nathan, how you doing? Nathan, you're on the radio. Is that me? That's you. 
Oh, it's Mason, man. What's Mason, up? what's going on, man? Sorry about that. What's happening, boss? Man, first of all, I just want to say, dude, you got the best laugh in the radio. Thank you. Some people think that it's annoying as hell. No, I love it, dude. You make me laugh when you laugh. That's all I try to Second do. I try all, to spread joy. Go ahead. Sorry. Second of all, the dude that caught earlier talking all the crap about Boston and and um, the Raptors, he get on my nerves. I was so happy for the brother that called after him. Blew, blew his spot up, dude. Like, just be happy that we, we're in such a good place, man. This is Milwaukee. We're a small market. We're a small town. We're a small team. Anytime we can get something going good with our sports team, dude, we, we should just love it, be happy, be thankful. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Totally agree. I understand. Like, just to, I, I've been a Bucks. I'm 50 years old. I've been a Bucks fan since I was a kid. I remember laying on the floor with my father watching the Bucks games at, like, seven years old. So, when dude was in dad's bag, I was in Baghdad watching Bucks games, dude. Wow. So, he don't know what he's talking about. Just be happy that we got a good team. Be happy that we got, we're on 15 game winning streak. What else can you ask for, dude? Mason, first off, appreciate what you just said. I, I thank you for, for all you did. Um, is this the most the most enjoyable Bucks season you can remember? Man, I'm having a, a ball, dude. I'm going to buy me a lot of Bucks gear. I already got a lot right now. I'm going to get a lot more. I'm happy, dude. It just makes the whole town happy. It brings everybody together. It reminds me of the Brewers in 2011. We had T plus. Sure. Yes. And and the whole team was doing the beast mode, going not like every yeah. time somebody yeah. would score, the whole crowd yeah. was doing it. Yes. Yes. Totally sir. agree. Mason, Thank appreciate it, man. Don't be a stranger. All right. All right? Thanks, man. Have a good night. That's Mason. Join us at 414-799-1250. You can do the same. I'll I'll tell you this. They pan the cr- the camera around on the crowd. See a lot of kids mean mugging. It does have that kind of a feel. I didn't think about that comparison to the T plush Brewers season. That 2011 team was damn fun. Now I got swept up in 2018 because obviously Tim and I were doing the the baseball post game show, so that was the closest that I had gotten to be to a team. And once again, if you, if you guys listen to this station, you know I wear my heart on my sleeve. I, I love these teams. I've grew up as a Packer, a Brewer, a Bucks fan, same way. So, like, when, when I get to say that this is the most fun I've ever had watching the Milwaukee Bucks, I begged my roommates in college to not turn off the Bucks game when they won 15 games in a season. The next year, Jabari's first year, right? When, when we're seeing Giannis in a second year, Jabari in his first. Like, that was destination viewing for me just because – I loved it. I, I I wanted to see this team start to kind of rise to where we had hoped that they would be. Now, guys, they're there. They're the best team in the league outside of maybe the L.A. Lakers, and, and we'll see that team come in to Pfizer form in about a week and a half. But at this moment, I haven't had this much fun watching Bucks basketball, and now I get to do it and then come on here, grab a microphone, hit a red button, and I get to talk about it with a bunch of Bucks fans. So, like, this is the most fun that I've had with a Bucks season by far. Not only because of this job, but also because they are what I had never thought they would be. Mason just alluded to it. This team is in a small market. This team can't 
bring free agents in on a whim. They're never going to be at the Sheridan Grand when you're talking and host and LeBron James is having everybody come in and give their presentations. This team never got to give a presentation to Kevin Durant, Carmelo Ant, name one of the top free agents when they were in their in their heyday, right? This team never got to do that. They went and drafted the transcending superstar, got lucky, a lot thanks to the man that's now running that Orlando Magic team, got very lucky, hit gold, and now you get to enjoy it. And I'm having just an absolute blast. KLA tweeted in, last year was an absolute blast with the team and the new arena. This year is just a continuation. We have more people saying, if you're just prepping for the team to lose either the Lakers or the Dallas Mavericks, you know they could lose just before that on a fluke, but you already have a feeling they could win out through the Lakers and beyond. This seems good enough right now. Hashtag cautious Bucks fan. Sure, you can you can definitely be cautious. I understand being cautious, being concerned, not wanting to get your feelings hurt. Guys, this team doesn't hurt many feelings. We'll worry about that in April. Hell, I may be dead by April. So I'm going to enjoy every single one of these Ws as they come. 414-799-1250, live at 105.7 FM, the fan. And once again, you can tweet us at 105.7 FM, the fan. And I'm at Bill Schmidt Radio Injury Report each and every night brought to you by the McCormick Law Office. Dan McCormick, he is your auto accident and work injury attorney. We're still um, awaiting the the full health of Sterling Brown as, as he has definitely checked himself back into being healthier to being able to suit up for these games. He was a coach's decision. Uh, DNP tonight. Dragon Bender is listed day to day with a sprained right ankle that he suffered with the uh, Wisconsin herd as he goes in the assign, then reassigned, assign, then reassigned thing. He's going up and down and developing. So you have a team that is healthy, competitive, and hungry is probably the best way to put it. They've won 15 consecutive games. And Ram asked me in the previous segment, or Justin it was, excuse me, of where can you see this team or where do they have to get to, what part of the schedule do they have to get through to realistically start questioning and eyeballing, can this team do what only, I believe it's four teams in NBA history, I could have that number wrong, could be even less, that have won 70 games in a season. I got a couple of pockets here in the schedule. Starting up with the new year, you host Minnesota, host San Antonio, then go to San Antonio. Then you get some reprieve on the West Coast with Golden State, but then you go in that West Coast trip at Sa- and San Antonio, at Golden State, at Sacramento, at Portland. Those West Coast trips are always cumbersome for the Milwaukee Bucks. You come out of that 3-1, and one, that's where those are the trips where usually if you're going to drop three or four straight, that's going to be it. You get Brooklyn at home on national TV. Then it's at Brooklyn. Then there's one more pocket of the schedule here later on where it's going to, this is not going to be an easy run. Starts up February 6th. 
on national TV, TNT, home against the 76ers, on the road against this Orlando team, back home for Sacramento, at Indiana, at Detroit, they're bad, home against the 76ers on a Saturday night, at Washington, at Toronto. A couple of days later, this is the real, this is going to be the real test, though. Check out these this run of games in the month of March. At Charlotte, who's bad, on a Sunday morning. Those games are, I just, I despise matinee basketball. It's, this game is not meant to be played at noon. I digress. Sunday matinee against Charlotte on the road. At Miami the next night. At home against Indiana. Then fly out to the West Coast. At Los Angeles. At Phoenix. At Denver. Fly back home to take on Boston. Get a day in between there against the San, uh, Golden State team who's just brutal on national TV. Then at home against Miami. That stretch of, of games right there. March 1st through March 16th. You come out of that on the other side, we really are going to start having the conversation. That whole month of March is tough. In the month of March, you get Miami twice. You go to Dallas. You host Houston. You get Boston. You go on the West Coast. Then you have Toronto on a home-and-home in April. The beginning of April is a tough, tough stretch. But, like, we're forecasting out of where this team gets tripped up. And they've won 15 straight. We're going to get into more of this conversation of just how good and how far can this team go, how deep into a winning season can this team be when Sidney Moncrief, one of the greatest bucks of all time, starts joining the Pick and Safe Robes postgame show coming up Monday the 16th. Guys, that's a week from today when the team takes on Dallas. They host the Mavericks next Monday the 16th at Pfizer Forum. Tickets on the secondary market, guys, are as low as like 25 bucks. You can go to that game and then check myself and Sir sit out on the postgame show that next night. I'm incredibly excited to talk to Sidney Moncrief a bunch of different times after Bucks games. He's going to give us a totally different perspective than I do. I know as much about the game as you can, I think, in the sense of somebody that was not able to play it at an extremely high level, but just being able to take in as much information about the game and, and really I kind of consider myself a little bit of a student of the game. I love the game of basketball and how it plays. Sidney Moncrief, one of the brightest basketball minds I've ever been a part, I've ever been around. And I'm so excited to be able to share these microphones with Sidney Moncrief and have some Bucks conversation with him after some games. In Greendale, we find Sean. He's up at 414-799-1250. What's going on, Sean? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, just wanted to talk about like how good the Bucks could be this season, and listening to you talk about like their stuff. And I, I think like this team is deep enough. I like last year's team was deep too, but we just got tripped up in the playoffs in the one series. Take out the one series, and we probably Fred VanVleet doesn't go become Steph Curry for like four games, and I think the Bucks are in the finals. So sure, but. That's besides the point. I think this team can be better than that team. And East is weaker as well. Like, And we just saw like what they did to the Clippers on Friday. So um, 
I hope this streak continues. I hope we continue the streak into the Lakers game on Thursday. That'll be, if we beat the Lakers, that'll be 20 games in a row. So I'm hoping the streak continues that long. Sean, appreciate it, man. Thanks yeah. for calling in. Don't be a stranger. 414-799-1250. Like, you're, you're anticipating and counting down times for this team to get to that particular point. And he's right about the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference is definitely weaker this year. Without Kawhi Leonard, probably like the third best player in all basketball now into the Western Conference. But to a man in that locker room, is this team better than last year's? I think pretty much every single one of them would say yes. I really do. We'll talk to somebody that's in that locker room as much as anybody. Matt Velasquez, B-writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, comes up in four minutes from right now. Take a quick time out here in just one second, but first I want to get to Glendale and say hello to Mark. Mark, you're on the fan. What's happening tonight? Hey, thanks for taking my call, my friend. Appreciate you making it, Mark. Uh, How you been? I'm doing good. I, you know, I've followed the box uh, since inception, okay? Uh, and, I mean, yeah, I, you got to be stoked about it. Um, you, you've been talking about the schedule and, you know, where the tough parts could come in. I just got in my car, so I didn't hear the whole conversation. Um, to me, what this month, uh, don't you have Dallas and the Lakers here back-to-back? Yep, uh, uh, next week. Yep, next week you get uh, you host Dallas, host the L.A. Lakers. Okay. Um, and not take anything away. These are all professionals. Every, every team in the NBA is a professional team. Uh, they're all good. I don't care what their records are, but we – Frankly, I think most of these teams that they've beaten have losing record. The Clipper win was very impressive. I mean, really impressive to beat a team like that. So to me, the real litmus test, the you know, the uh, the, the real test is going to come with that Dallas and Laker. Uh, you know what they could do with them. Um, those are, you know, again, you're right. The East is weaker. Kawhi Leonard, you know, you got rid of LeBron a year ago. Kawhi Leonard stepped in and he played as well as LeBron ever did. It was fun. You know, without him there. Jimmy Butler's going for Philadelphia. I clearly think they have a clear path. I don't know who's standing in their way. I mean, I don't know, Boston or mm-hmm. Philly, but I want to see what they do against the Lakers. They certainly acquitted uh, themselves very, very well against the Clippers. I mean, that was really uh, tremendous that they played Utah well a couple of games. I want to see what they can do against Dallas and uh, the Lakers. And thanks again for taking my call. I always enjoy the show. You guys are great. Mark, appreciate it, man. Thanks. 414-799-1250 if you want to join the conversation as well. Matt Velasquez, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, will join it next here on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz Milwaukee North on the fan. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs, go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. 110-101, Bucks beat the Orlando Magic in a game on a Monday that, I mean, you could have... You could have definitely seen this being a, 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 a slip, right? Not for these guys. I, I thought this was going to be one where the Milwaukee Bucks could fall. They don't. They don't cover the 13, but now 21 and three. Nobody's that worried about it. Joining us now here from Pfizer Forum is Matt Velasquez. Matt, they they continue to win, and we were joking about it in the timeout. 
this is just a nice change of pace from some of the negativity that comes every day with the Green Bay Packers. This is just fun. You just come in, wake up every day expecting the team to win. There, there's just not much different that goes day to day. It's crazy. No, the Bucks just, they are who they are. They do what they do. Uh, they didn't play great today, uh, but they still, you know, held the Magic to 40 points in the first half. Um, didn't trail in the second half. Uh, were only lightly threatened uh, and still won, you know, pretty handily. Uh, so, you know, just another another day at the office for the Bucks. And, you know, I, I don't follow the Packers as much as most just because I'm, I'm not from around here. I'm, sure. I didn't grow up a Packers fan. But I, last I checked, I, I think they're like the number two seed in the NFC. Isn't that, that like a thing? Yes. Yes. Uh, that, okay. that is so, a thing. You know, yes. That is a so, thing. So, you know, but the, the Packers and Bucks seem to be doing uh, <laughs> All right. right. Pretty good. Yeah. I would say pretty good. It's all pretty good. Now, Matt, uh, a football fan at all? Where where, where where does the allegiance lie for a Matt Velasquez in the NFL? I, I grew up in Connecticut, and we don't have much in Connecticut uh, in terms of sports teams. The Whalers left when I was a kid. It's the only pro team we had. And then I learned when I was a youngin' that Connecticut is in New England. And I was like, wait, that, that means I have to be I have to like the Patriots. They're, they're my team. It says it in their name. So I'm a Patriots fan. There you now that's got to be too much fun, right? I mean, that, that's just W's left and right. Yeah, you know, uh, just wake me up in the conference championship. <laughs> that's Matt Velasquez, beat writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, covers the Bucks uh, as good as anyone, the best around. Matt underscore Velasquez on Twitter, where you get his uh, commentary during the game. Best part that I like about Matt Velasquez during the game, he's not one of these beat writers that just tells you. That was a three-pointer by Giannis. The score is now a lot to a little. There's some good commentary and some good conversation in it. Matt, how good was that Bucks defense in the first half? Oh, it was really good. I mean, it helped that uh, the Magic seemed like they were committed to not making any threes because uh, they had a few open looks. Seemed you know, the like Bucks their game contest. plan, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had a few open looks. The Bucks did contest and you know play them well in general, but uh, they also missed their fair share open threes. I think they missed their, their first, like, 12 threes of the night. Um, so that definitely helped the Bucks uh, look a little bit better uh, in terms of their defense. But overall, guys were, were you know, scrambling around the court, um, you know, defending their guys, helping each other. Uh, the same kind of stuff we've been seeing from them throughout the season. Um, you know, obviously it's hard to keep that up throughout the game. And it's hard to, you know, to use their Jedi mind tricks to, to make guys miss <laughs> open threes, uh, you know, for the whole game. Uh, so the Magic, you know, they, they rallied. They, they made it close. They made it interesting. Um, you know, not not overly close, but they, they made it interesting. Uh, they kept the Bucks on their toes. And sometimes a game like this, a couple guys, you know, uh, agree to the sentiment in the locker room. But a couple times a game, you know, games like this can sometimes help. You know, and you're not just like, uh, you know, blowing everybody out. You have to remember to be kind of on your P's and Q's. Uh, you need to, to, you know, play hard. And, and you're not going to be able to get the bench in there every night. Yes. Um, and, and things like that. You need to be able to grind it out, make plays at, at big moments. Um, you know, Chris Middleton had a couple big threes in the fourth quarter, um, you know, including that, that one that really you know, sealed the win off a you know, really nice pocket pass from Bledsoe to Giannis. Giannis no look to the corner for, for a Middleton three. Um, you know, that was curtains. But, you know, the, the games like that will help. You know, and Giannis did say, he goes, yeah, games like this help more like when you win. Like that, that is important. You got to win those. Um, and that, you know, he would really like to have 20-point uh, wins, 30-point wins, have the bench play, all that stuff. But every so often, games like this, you know, they can help keep you sharp. And it does when you're you're able to stretch it out and, and get more time in there. Now, 32 points, 15 boards, and 8 assists in 35 minutes. 
you're right. It, it, was, it was a more stretched out night for the starters. You weren't able to get as much of the bench involved in this one. But that no-look pass from Giannis that you were just talking about to, to pretty much seal it for the three in Bleds or to Middleton in the corner, that three and that pass, understanding where the double team is coming and how much attention he's getting in the lane, that part of Giannis's game just seems exponentially better this year from last year just understanding and cerebrally I was having this conversation with with GA as I was talking a little bit earlier he does nights over on Kiss FM here in in the building and played D1 ball so we have basketball conversations left and right some of like the best players in their 30s play some of their best ball because they've seen just about everything do you feel like Giannis is starting to be a little bit more cerebral than he is just straight downhill I'm going to physically dominate people every night yeah I think a little bit I think he's been building up to that uh, in terms of being a playmaker I think there have been times in the past where you know he's used he's put you know kind of been in the paint and I remember him putting his butt out to to try and you know create a little bit of space but also just to feel where where the defender is to know how much space he has and where how he could do things um, you know he's had a lot of these you know, drive and kick and, and no-look passes out to the corner or kind of wrapping it back around his body back out to the wing. Um, you know, some of the skip passes where he knows that the guy next to him might be covered, but the guy, you know, the defender uh, between him and, and the corner, they're all looking at him or they're not necessarily looking, uh, expecting a pass. And so when he looks away, he can throw to the corner uh, from kind of the top of the key or from the nail. Um, you know, he, he can get those passes where he wants them to go because he knows where defenders' eyes go. Uh, he was talking about after the game how, you know, on a play like the one you, we were talking about where he threw the pass to Chris Middleton, he knows that when he takes his first step, when he has gathered the ball and takes his first step towards the rim, he, he knows and can feel defenders, everybody takes at least one step towards them. They all kind of, like, crunch in towards the basket. And when that happens, he knows that he should be able to kick it out to Chris Middleton, who... You know, it was 4 of 10 from 3 tonight. has been, you know, the best or among the best, at least, uh, three-point shooters on the team this season, especially guys with high volume. I think I think the best one might be George Hill, but I don't think it's the volume that Middleton has. Um, but, you know, when you leave somebody that open who's that good, um, he has full confidence he's going to make him. And going back to earlier, you mentioned you were having a conversation with GA. I didn't know that there was a guy in the in the building. I thought you were like, oh, man, he had... He calls Giannis GA. Like he just had a conversation with GA. Like, like you should put him on the radio instead of me. Like that, that seems like a good idea. I really should have just went with that. Hey, I mean, you fake it until you make it, right? That, that's what that's sure. what I've learned a lot of in this business. No, I, I I thought, man, like after the game, Giannis like is calling you. Then he's talking to the media. Oh man, like you you must know some things. <laughs> It's Matt Velasquez. He's inside the, the Bucks locker room, just left there and talking to us here on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show. Matt, I, I want to hear about Chris Middleton. Do you feel like he is officially back and feeling 100% since the injury? Oh, I think so. Uh, I think he's back. I think he's been feeling good uh, ever since he's been playing, even though he was you know, held to a certain minutes limit for a couple games and was coming off the bench. Uh, even after that first game, he reported back. I, remember, I even asked him, said, hey, you know, now that you're back on the court, how are you feeling? Said, oh, I'm 100%. Like, I, I'm fine. You know, it's just that you have to kind of work back into, um, you know, maybe game shape or game reps or get back into the flow or the speed of the game. I think he's fine. He got off to a little bit of a, a shaky start tonight. Uh, had a couple of shots that, that, that didn't go down, a couple of calls that didn't go his way. But when the fourth quarter, you know, uh, you know, started, he he was the one who was knocking out a bunch of shots for the Bucks. I think he had... Two or three threes in that fourth quarter uh, helped them put the game away, played well, finished with about 
you know, I think it was 20 points. I have the stats right in front of me. Uh, it looks like it was indeed 20 <laughs> points. Uh, so, you know, he's, uh, you know, I, I, he's just somebody who everybody on the team trusts, especially in, in the crunch time. Giannis, you know, even made mention like, hey, in the fourth quarter, like, if I throw that pass, I know Chris is going to make it because that's just what he does. And so uh, I, I think he's back. I think he's fine. And, you know, for the early struggles of tonight's game, if you can have a guy making four out of ten threes on a night, uh, that's pretty good. All right, Matt, I've been trying to figure it out all night as I mean, this is the most enjoyable Buck season I can remember. I was telling stories about when I, my sophomore year in college after the 15-win year, I, I'm begging my roommates not to turn off the Bucks game and, and quit laughing at me for turning on a game in December. Like, this is must-see TV at this particular point. 15 straight wins. When does where do you see the streak ending here? As it's still a bunch of home games through the Lakers game on the 19th. I I mean there's I, I can't see it end, ending this week. I mean the teams they're playing this week are are just not this, that good. Um, you, you have the Pelicans coming in with no Zion uh, on on Wednesday and they've they've struggled. They just lost on a, a Derrick Rose buzzer beater uh, to the uh, to the Pistons tonight. Uh, then the Bucks, you know, it's a back-to-back Friday, Saturday. They're at Memphis, which another team that hasn't been great. John Morant's hurt, um, so you know they're they've got a bunch of young guys that are interesting, but I don't think that should be an issue. They got Cleveland at home on Saturday, a team they've already beaten twice, and I don't think that uh, that that should be a problem either. Uh, but then next week, when you have Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks coming through, uh, and then you got LeBron James coming through with the Lakers and AD. Um, both of those are, are potential losses uh, when you look at just the quality of the opponent and the quality of the players that those teams have. Um, you know, but you know, that's why they, they play the games, right? Like the, the Clippers came right. here. We thought they were going to be a, a high-quality opponent, a team that could, could beat the Bucks and end the streak, and we all know what the Bucks did then. So you know, if they can get past that, uh, I, I think that there's a, a road game at, at the Knicks and then a home game against the Pacers. That's all that's standing between them and taking a 22-game win streak into Christmas, into Philadelphia, which should be super fun. So, you know, if it gets to that point, 22-game win streak going into Philly on Christmas, um, you know, that game was already going to be uh, hyped and exciting and, and, and enjoyable. Uh, but if that happens, that just takes it to a whole nother level. So uh, if, if they make it past the, the Mavs and the Lakers this week, I don't see anybody else doing it. It's, it's just an incredible run, man. You're with us each step of the way. Matt Velasquez, appreciate it, man. We'll talk on Wednesday night. All right, we'll talk to you then. That's Matt Velasquez, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, the, the best in the city, uh, covering the Milwaukee Bucks. Matt underscore Velasquez. And also, guys, go subscribe JS Online today and uh, get all that content for the subscribers, the premium stuff each and every night. Not only the game stories, the game wraps, but the features. The dude is connected. He's got he's got feelers in that locker room. Those goes, dudes trust Matt, and he brings you some of the best content around. He joins us each and every night after the game, uh, courtesy of Thomas Marola and the Marola Law Office. Over 80 years, they've been offering great careers, great benefits, and more home time. Schneider, guys, it's the Coach's Corner with Schneider. It comes up next, 1-800-44-PRIDE. Matt Velasquez joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you're looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance 2019, look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank, providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. We'll hear from the head coach and go into the coach's corner next. Pick and save probes post-game show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. And jams.
There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Bucks get another win now, 15 in a row. 110, 101. They're now 21 and 3. We'll hear from the head coach in just one minute. X Factor in tonight's game. I'm going to not go chalk. It was not Giannis. Well, close enough. Giannis helped it. It was Chris Middleton finishing the job and closing out. Bucks will manage the game clock and the shot clock. With a four-point lead, but they can't manage everything. Giannis gives it up. Middleton. His shot. Great job by Giannis, just recognizing Middleton wide open. I'm not going to lie. I wanted to give the X factor of the night to Eli Manning because I got to watch that guy throw for two touchdowns in the first half and then uh, do what Eli Manning does and then not get a win against the Philadelphia Eagles. So that was kind of fun. But the X factor in the game tonight, Chris Middleton puts up 18 shots. Good to see Chris Middleton uh, back feeling good and feeling into the flow of things. Four of 10 from downtown. Finished with 20 points, nine boards as well for 22 and four assists. Chris, uh, Eric Bledsoe, if we're going to go in that part of the stat sheet as well. Three of nine from the field, not great shooting-wise tonight. But six points, then also had eight boards and eight assists. Just doing things on both ends to be able to help his team get a win and get a big one tonight as well as they win at 110-101. Take a little eye on the enemy look with Coach's Pub and Grill. South 13th stopping today for lunch or dinner. Try the fabulous Friday Fish Fry now open. Coaches on Lake Noon. Fournier shoots 7 of 17, goes off for 26 points. 23 from Terrence Ross. They needed it. They needed all four of his six threes uh, that he ended up making, 8 of 14 from the field. But the dude that I was most intrigued and enjoyed watching the most tonight, Jonathan Isaac, guys. Ten points, nine boards, a couple of assists, and five blocks. Isaac played some of the better one-on-one defense that I've seen somebody play on Giannis all year long, primarily because he was able to go straight up, didn't have to get off the ground all that much to be able to just keep a hand in the face and contest Giannis. It was really, really cool to watch somebody play that kind of defense on Giannis and be able to not hold him at bay, but in a way at least keep the Bucks with a, a forearm distance. But Jonathan Isaac was one of the main reasons in that first half the Bucks were not able to pull away as much as they could against the Orlando Magic as he was playing some really, really stout defense on Giannis pretty much all night. Coach's Corner with Schneider, 80-plus years. They've been offering great careers, great benefits, more home time. Visit schneiderjobs.com. Call them at 1-800-44-PRIDE. Mike Budenholzer after the game, and his team has now won 15 straight. You're listening to it on the fan. They really guard you. They make things hard. They're long. You know, Isaac as a shot blocker is tough. So, you know, we weren't we weren't our best, but I think it's you know good to find a way um, how to win a game um, like tonight. Just that 
three Chris hits laid. Uh, obviously, he didn't start off the best in the first quarter, but just for him to have that one laid, just what did, what did you see on that play and that pass from Giannis as well? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was, I think, for Chris to just kind of keep fighting through. And, you know, I think he hit a big one at the top of the key with about five or six minutes to go to. And, um, you know, his his open three-point percentage this year has been really good. It's something we talked with him about. But I think, you know, first great, Great attack by Bled, great pocket pass to Giannis, and then, you know, his read and decision-making, you know, kind of he becomes the quarterback then, and, you know, he draws a lot of attention. It's a great pass, and, um, you know, just a great shot by Chris. Coach, this is the closest game you guys have had in more than a week, which is kind of crazy to think about, considering it wasn't necessarily a buzzer beater or anything like that. When teams are giving you their best shot, what does it take to kind of grind these ones out, even when you're not playing the prettiest basketball? Yeah, you know, I thought our defense overall in the first half gave us a, you know, a cushion that really, I guess, kind of withstood the second half of kind of being, you know, um, pretty much equal. Um, but I think uh, they were shooting about 30% at half and 40 points. And so I think our defense, even though I didn't love the way we played tonight, I think our first half defense kind of carried us to. And really, if Fournier hadn't had those seven points late in the second quarter, we'd have been up 15 or um, but, you know, I just I, li I like the defense in the first half. I think that's the thing that carried us to the win tonight. Um, and then some big shots, some big plays, you know, Giannis with a block shot. And, um, you know, Dante, I think, had some good plays down the stretch. So um, we just did just enough to win tonight. Though having a challenge is obviously new for all coaches in the league. But with all you got going on, especially late in the game, how do you, I guess, make the call to throw the red flag, essentially, and, and, make, and challenge something? Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you, I think um, sometimes you save it for late when there's a chance, you know, where maybe the, the game, you know, there's only, you know, I think 50-something seconds left, basically a minute. And, you know, we felt like all year that's been a, you know, a, a, a non-shooting foul, a side, you know, side out of bounds, or if they're in the bonus, you know, a bonus um, free throws. Um, it's something the league cleaned up a couple of years ago that I think has been really good for the league, but... Um, the ref saw it as, you know, he had the ball and he was in his shooting motion. But, um, you know, a lot of it's just time and score, gut feel. The, the assistant coaches tonight were great with their input. You know, there's a couple of them that are, you know, kind of spending extra time and, and looking at how other coaches are using it. So I think, um, you know, considering time and score, you know, if we could have turned that from a missed or, or not a made three or four-point play to just two free throws, it would have been, um, you know, pretty big for us. That's Mike Budenholzer after the game. That coach's challenge, I'm, I'm, I'm still not sure if I'm a fan of. I'm not going to lie to you, guys. I don't know exactly if I like it or not. It's, is it cool? Yes. Is it beneficial? That I don't know. I don't know exactly how many games are going to be won and lost because somebody wins the challenge. Now, how about this? Mike D'Antoni and the Houston Rockets tried to campaign for their game on protest against the San Antonio Spurs a couple of days ago. Protested the game. Said it was it was not fair because of the miss on the shot dunk by James Harden. Uh, that protest comes up with no avail. I haven't seen a whole lot of teams win these coaches' challenges. I don't exactly know how beneficial they really, really are. Take a look around the scoreboard here quickly. But first, an MVB of the night. Giannis again, 32 points, 15 boards. I mean, the guy is just unbelievable, guys. If you haven't been able to watch him, go out to Pfizer for him. Do yourself a favor and check it out. Clippers get a win over the Pacers, 110-99. Celtics 
110-88 against the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. Kings get a game winner, 119-118 in H-Town. The Pistons beat the Pelicans, 105-103. Pelicans are at Pfizer Forum on Wednesday night. Note that start time, guys. It is a 8.30 tip-off. Pelicans and Bucks on Wednesday night. D. Rose had a game winner in that one to close it out, a 105-103 win again. Raptors beat the Bulls, just squeak it out. Sayakum drops 22, 93-92. A 125-109 victory for the Suns at home, and the Thunder beat the Jazz. Jazz have been slumping hard, 104-90. It was a 110-101 final for the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. They take down this Magic team, and they continue to roll through here, guys. They're they're one of the best teams in the league, and they're continuing to get these W's left and right and stack success on top of each other, pretty much like what Pella Windows and Doors is doing. Guys, think about this. More energy efficiency in your house in little as one day, even in the wintertime. Yes, Pella Windows and Doors will install year-round. First, there's Pella team will seal off the room from the rest of the house. They remove the old leaky window one at a time. Before moving on to the next one, they fill that with a new energy-efficient Pella window in a matter of minutes. There's nine different styles to choose from. Luxurious wood, fiberglass, vinyl, you name it. They got it. Financing for every budget. The best limited lifetime warranty on all wood windows. The innovations that you can only dream of their roll screen practically disappears out of you set up a consultation today find out about replacing for zero percent apr financing schedule your free no obligation consultation pelletwi.com today i'm bill schmidt baby tausch this has been the pick and save probes post game show driven by mercedes-benz milwaukee north live at five we're on the fan keep it right here okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.